हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ यूपीएससी विद जीआरवी सो इन दिस एपिसोड वी आर गोइंग टू स्टडी राइट टू फ्रीडम ऑफ रिलीजन नाउ दिस इज कवर्ड फ्रॉम आर्टिकल 25 टू आर्टिकल 28 सो वी विल फर्स्ट स्टार्ट विद आर्टिकल 25 आर्टिकल 25 टॉक्स अबाउट फ्रीडम ऑफ कंसाइंस एंड फ्री प्रोफेशन प्रैक्टिस एंड प्रोपोगेशन ऑफ रिलीजन सो लेट्स अंडरस्टैंड दिस आर्टिकल ट्वेंटी सेज दैट all persons are equally entitled to freedom of conscience and right to freely profess practice and propagate religion the implications of these are freedom of conscience inner freedom of an individual to mold his relation with god or creatures in whatever way he desires right to profess declaration of one's religious beliefs and faith openly and freely right to practice performance of religious worship ritual ceremonies and exhibitions of beliefs and ideas right to propagate transmission and dissemination of one's religious beliefs to others or exposition of the tenets of one's religion but it does not include a right to convert another person to one's own religion forcible conversions impinge on the freedom of conscience guaranteed to all persons alike so article uh 25 basically talks about that everybody has a right uh to follow their religion to talk about their religion everybody has a right to practice their religion everybody has a right to talk about their religion everybody has a right to tell people about their religion that these are our religious beliefs now everybody has a right to performs rituals according to their religions like jaise uh hindu celebrate Uh, Diwali, Holi, Muslim celebrate Eid, uh, Sikh celebrate Lohri. So everybody can celebrate according to their rituals. There is no restriction on that. But if you forcibly convert somebody to a religion, so that is actually not right and uh, it is a criminal offence because it forcible conversions it impinge on the freedom of conscience guaranteed to all persons alike. So you can be punished for that. from the above it is clear that article 25 covers not only religious beliefs doctrines but also religious practices rituals moreover these rights are available to all persons citizens as well as non citizens so even if somebody is not a citizen of our country let's say he comes from another country he even he or she has the right to practice their religions however these rights are subject to public order morality health and other provisions relating to fundamental rights further the state is permitted to regulate or restrict any economic financial political or other secular activity associated with religious practice and provide for social welfare and reform or throw open hindu religious institutions of a public order charter to all classes and sections of hindus so we'll read it again further the state is permitted to regulate or restrict any economic financial political or other secular activity associated with religious practice and provide for social welfare and reform or throw open hindu religious institutions of a public character to all classes and sections of hindus article 25 also contains two explanations one wearing and carrying one wearing and carrying of kripans is to be included in the profession of sikh religion and two the hindus in this context include sikh jains and buddhists okay so this is one article so this is what article 25 talks about now in case of sikhs because unko kripan carry karna padta hai that is part of their profession so 
they can actually carry this uh freedom of freedom to manage religious affairs now we'll talk about article 16 which says freedom to manage religious affairs according to article 26 every religious denomination or any of its section shall have the following rights right to establish and maintain institutions for religious and charitable purposes right to manage its own affairs in matters of religion right to own and acquire movable and immovable property right to administer such property in accordance with law okay article 25 guarantees rights of individuals while article 26 guarantees rights of religious denominations of their sections in other words article 26 protects collective freedom of religion like the art, uh, rights under article 25 the rights under article 26 are also subject to public order morality and health but not subject to other provisions relating to fundamental rights okay the supreme court held that a religious denomination must satisfy three conditions now here the word denomination religious denomination is coming again and again so what does it exactly mean that we'll try to understand later on it should be collected of individuals who have a system of beliefs doctrines which they regard as conclave to their spiritual being it should have a common organization it should be designated by a distinctive name okay so uh, okay under the above criteria the supreme court held that ramakrishna mission and anada marga are religious denominations within the hindu religion it also held that aurobindo society is not a religious denomination so what exactly is a religious denomination this we'll come to know later on okay so we'll continue so one thing i'll add what do we mean by when we talk about the word religious denomination so religious denomination means within the religion certain groups so this is what is allowed now freedom now we'll talk about article 27 which says freedom from taxation from for promotion of a religion article 27 lays that no person shall be compelled to pay any taxes for the promotion or maintenance of any particular religion or religious denomination in other words the state should not spend the public money collected by way of tax for the promotion or maintenance of any particular religion this provision prohibits the state from favoring patronizing and supporting one religion over other this means that the taxes can be used for promotion or maintenance of all religion okay now so freedom from taxation for promotion of a religion now what does this what does this mean is for example the state government is collecting tax from us income tax different kind of taxes from the government now they cannot use this tax to promote only one type of religion right they can use it for the promotion of all religions but not for one type of religion that is completely prohibited this provision prohibits only a levy of tax and not a fee this is because the purpose of a fee is to control secular administration this provision prohibits only levy of a tax and not a fee this is because the purpose of a fee is to control secular administration of religious 
institutions and not to promote or maintain religion thus a fee can be levied on pilgrims to provide them some special service or safety measures similarly a fee can be levied on religious endowments for meeting the regulation expenditure so fee is allowed taxation is not allowed okay so now we will move on to article number 28 which talks about freedom from attending religious instruction okay under article 28 no religious instruction shall be provided in any educational institutions wholly maintained out of state funds however this provision shall not apply to any educational institution administered by the state but established under any endowment or trust requiring imparting of religious instructions in such institutions so <coughs> let's say if there is a institution which is complete educational institutions which is completely run by state state means the government then in that case there can be no religious preaching no religious instruction according to article 28 in that institution now in case it is run by a trust so in that case uh, it can be discussed that how much of religious instruction would be given further no person attending any educational institution recognized by the state or receiving aid out of state funds shall be required to attend any religious instruction or worship in that institution without his consent in case of a minor the consent of his guardian is needed thus article 28 distinguishes between four types of educational institutions one institutions wholly maintained by the state institutions uh, two institutions administered by the state but established under any endowment or trust three institutions recognized by the state fourth institutions receiving aid from the state in a religious instruction is completely prohibited while in b religious instruction is permitted in c and d religious instruction is permitted on a voluntary basis right so uh, what does article 28 talks about it says that if there is an educational institution and it is completely run by the state then there can be no religious instruction given in that institution ki aapko ye dharm follow karna chahiye ye practice karni chahiye aisa nahi ho sakta and uh, if there is an institution which is uh, administered by the state but it is established under any endowment or trust in that case uh, religious instruction is permitted now in case there is an institution which is recognized by the state in that case it is permitted only on a voluntary basis so if somebody wants to do it that is okay if he doesn't want to do it that is not okay now institutions receiving aid from the state even in that case if they want to do it that is okay if they don't want to do it even that is okay you cannot force a person for following religious mm-hmm. instructions okay so with this we come to the end of article 28 in the next uh, episode we are going to talk about cultural and educational rights which is covered in article 29 article 30 okay and uh, then we are going to talk about right to constitutional remedies and then finally we have writs so there are writs petitions also that we are going to talk about and then gradually we will come to the end of this chapter so it will take i think two to three more episodes and we will finish this chapter on fundamental rights till that time keep practicing keep learning thank you and have a nice day